When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a global original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up on today's episode, we'll be talking about the apparent fact that being a mum is the equivalent of working two and a half full-time jobs, plus another tantalising confession. We'll be talking a little bit about centre parks, and of course, JK's got new tech. Ah, yeah. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Not this week, because I'm waiting for a delivery, but I will explain what it is. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thing is, these, the, the problem is, right, when, when we do these tech reviews, I, I need to have the tech before I can bloody review it. And, right. and, and uh, it's fair to say, my mate works at the post office at the moment. He's like, we are run off our feet. There are, his fault? There are orders that, that came in before Christmas, well before Christmas, that still haven't gone out yet. So, yeah, yeah. But, okay, well, speaking of tech, I'll... I'll I was going to say, I'll alleviate you, but Ooh. I won't do that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm... Not while I have my strength, you won't. <laughs> I will, I'll... Um, what I was going to say was, I will back you up by sharing this, okay? Basically, this was a conversation in the Dadsnet closed community group, which you can find on Facebook. Just search for Dadsnet or The Dadsnet. Um, and it was a guy, his name was Steve, and he put a picture of his Wi-Fi name. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And he said, has anyone else got any wacky Wi-Fi names? And some of them are absolutely yeah. brilliant. So his one was, it burns when IP, as in IP address. <laughs> <laughs> this one uh, from Paul says, pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. Very good. <laughs> I thought that was really good. Um, Rob's got MI5 spy network. Good, good, <laughs> the thing good. is, like, if I saw that, I'd be like, <laughs> someone's having a laugh. If Jen saw that, she'd be like, oh my god, we're being spied on. Yeah, she would. She would. Um, someone's put surveillance van two. Uh, fly high with your dreams. Uh, why believe I can fly? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, mine's mine is just not your wife. I <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, this guy, Michael, his one is called the Pornscape. <laughs> what? No, no, the whole thing actually. Sorry, I mean, the, the whole thing is the porn, the Pornscape screen penis for password. <laughs> what? 
What? <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not? Um, another pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. Anyway, I thought these were really genius. There's, I, I remember one. There was a couple of these doing the rounds. Uh, one person said, I think one person called theirs. I think it was something like, um, I'm under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Which was just, and there was there was one more. Where is that? One? I'm trying to find it now. Because um, oh, land down under. That is a good one. Oh yeah, that's Wi-Fi nice. land. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Someone else put here Tinter Web which is nice. Mine is the Jedi Council. <laughs> Wu Tang Lan. <laughs> Um, my Wi-Fi is don't touch my network. Yeah, there was another one which, which was uh, password is one two three four. Ninety nine problems, but Wi-Fi ain't one. <laughs> Bill Clinton at <laughs> Superfly Wi-Fi. Very good. Oh. COVID nineteen test tower. <laughs> There was another one which was W I Y M C A. These are good. These are good. Um, ain't ain't nothing this world. Ain't nothing in this world free. Nice, nice. <laughs> I like it. So yeah, no, I was inspired by this. I think I might have to do some thinking and some research. And uh, very good. Know. Well, uh, someone put in mine is daddy daddy my fi <laughs> drop it like Fine. it's a hot spot <laughs> <laughs> some caucus we gotta do some of these we've got yeah. someone we have got to do them they are brilliant L- land of the lost that's nice oh right okay um, uh, anyway so yeah I just thought that'd be fun I thought that'd be a nice way to start uh, I was gonna say to you have you we, we've got a confession for today haven't we we do have a confession, yes. Okay, I think I have a confession. I think can we can we leave whoever's the confession is till next week so I can get this off my chest. Okay, fine. We'll sack it off and we'll push it to next week and it's all yours, JK. That is coming up after this. Um welcome back to Don't Tell Your Mum. Uh, I'm JK, that's Al. Usually at this point we um we do your confessions and you tell us what you've been up to and ask if we will forgive you. You seek forgiveness. Now, this is me seeking forgiveness. And maybe you've been in this situation before. Um, was was I in the right or was I in the wrong? Is, is Does this mean that basically it's it's all relying on me today as to whether or not we give forgiveness or not? Yeah, it's a bit, yes. So the, oh. to, it's a bit... The pressure is on. As you can tell, I'm stuttering all over the place. <laughs> um, okay, so look... look uh, you know you have a clear out, don't you, every now and again? And it's fair to say that kids' toys... We've we've talked about this on, on this podcast before, where I don't mind big toys and, you know, like, um, he's got these Marvel characters at the moment, the 12-inch figure ones, and they're brilliant, okay? Um, but I hate little bitty stuff. I can't stand little bits, like little guns yeah. or, you know, ugh, little shopping carts and all this. Yeah. I can't stand the little bits. And the, 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 you know, the bit that annoys me the most is those are the bits that the kids seem to love the most, aren't they? Well, yeah. And they'll, they'll be like, where's, well, for example, guns. If, when you're thinking kind of Marvel character action, man, it was always guns. And it's that moment where they're like, oh, where's, uh, where's action man's handgun? And you're like, it's the smallest bit. We're never going to find it. It's your own fault. We're not going to find it. You, mm. you, you shouldn't have lost it. 
It's, it's your own fault. And also when they put it in with their bucket of toys and you go, mm. you've just put the tiniest, like you put a needle into a haystack. How the <laughs> f- do you expect me to find that now? No, no. So anyway, I was having a clear out and I thought, well, and this was, a this was, God, when was this? Oh, I can't remember. I was having a clear out. I thought, do you know what I'll do? I'll have a clear out and anything that's not needed that he hasn't played for, for like, my quota was two years or two house moves. If if they haven't played with it in that, then then it's going. So <laughs> two house moves, two, two years or two house moves, whichever comes first. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm looking at these toys, going right. Okay, those those toys. It, he didn't play with those at the last house, let alone this house. So those toys, those toys are going um, to Luna's preschool. That's where I'm going to take them. They're always saying, if, you, if you've got, you know where this is going. Why did she recognise it? <laughs> this is where you know where this is. <laughs> Go on then. So, I, uh, there was a, there was a, uh, is, you know those sort of push along cookers, mini cookers that you've got. So there's one of those, which he doesn't play with. Luna's got her own. So right, that can go. There was um, some big building blocks, Duplo, stuff like that. I think there might've been a space hopper. Little bits like this that he's, he hasn't played with for years. So anyway, I stupidly took Noah to preschool with me uh, to drop Luna off the other day. <laughs> he had the biggest meltdown in the world. His exact, his exact quote was, Jersey, there's someone cooking on my cooker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That is the, that is the pr- a priceless quote. Oh, uh, so yeah, there was some kid cooking on his cooker. Did you feel bad? I'd, well, oh, yes, obviously. But part of me is like, you haven't played for that. You haven't played with it for two years. You've had yeah. no interest in it whatsoever. It's like when, you know, when his friends come over and they, and they start hogging toys they've never been. I've never seen them. I'm like, where'd you get that toy from? Oh, this is my toy. You haven't played with that for like five years. Shut up. Yeah. No, I want it. No, he's not having it. Yeah. Well, <sighs> How do I feel about your your ruthless clearing out of his favourite toys and giving them to other people? He doesn't play with it anymore. This happened to me once when I was, but I was a kid, right? So my dad used to work at a secondary school, and for the one year for their Christmas fair, uh, we always used to go just because it was where my dad worked, and we'd always get like like a fiver to spend at the Christmas fair and whatever we want. And my mum would say, right, you got half an hour, off you go, whatever it was. And I remember going to this Christmas fair and seeing this toy. I think at the time it was like a micro machines. Do you remember micro Oh, machines? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're still kicking mic- around. Yeah, it was like a micro machines, um, like a big driving toy thing. And I think I had some planes linked to it. Anyway, it's quite. it was a big toy. It was like this. And I was like, oh, my God, I've, I've already got one of those. I'm, I'm going to buy it and then I'll have two and I can play with them both. Okay. So I bought it and I took it home. We only live around the corner and I took it home and I said, mum, I got this. I've now got two. And, and then I said, where's the other one? And what my mum had done was she gave that one to the fair, <laughs> like for the brick and brack store. And I went and bought it. Thinking that, and I was like, oh, it's, I bought my own bloody toy. <laughs> So, so I guess like I guess it's quite common for parents to do things like that. <laughs> but based on how you felt when that happened, am I in the right or am I in the wrong? Well, I think I got over it because, because I still had it. Like that was the difference. I still had it, even though even though it cost me a fiver <laughs> twice. 
Oh but, no! Um, so I didn't really mind. I mean, no, I I forgive you. Like I don't mind. I mean, you're a bit of a a bit of a, a putz to take Noah to the place you yeah, gave all the toys. Obviously, <laughs> during Corona times, they they are accepting it, but it has to it has to go into quarantine, doesn't it? For seventy two yeah. hours, has to have an intensive clean, all that sort of stuff. So I was like, ah, oh, they won't get round to it. They'll you know they'll they'll clean it eventually. <laughs> they'll probably wait till we come out of the pandemic. Blah blah blah. No, literally seventy two hours on the dot. <laughs> All clean, spick and span. <laughs> I take Noah with me to drop Luna off at nursery and there's Amazing. someone cooking on his cooker. I mean, that's that's it. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you for getting rid of toys that they don't play with. I think we need to do more of that, in all honesty. Yeah. But don't take your child to his toy's new home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, well, should we rename the podcast, Don't Tell Your Son? <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly oh amazing listen that, that was good that was a good confession um if you would like to submit a confession we love reading them um even if they don't make it to air they keep me and jay entertained at least true um but you can do that at dadsnet.com forward slash confessions or send us a message on on um social media at the dadsnet or at jk jason king what's next well coming up next we've got a we usually do like fatherhood therapy right and I'm going to talk about father therapy, but with a, but also talk about centre parks. <laughs> okay, I'm looking forward to it. We'll do it next. <laughs> There's a tease. So, fatherhood therapy right now, which involves centre parks yeah. now is that you just going by yourself to centre parks for a week just to get a bit of therapy from everything else that's going on that would be nice oh, no this nice. is my gripe right and it's ongoing It's it's been with me for a long time so the first part of this is you know now that a lot of parents when they're looking for term dates instead of googling term dates they just go to centre parks and they look at the price increases and you know that that's when the holidays start <laughs> right you know that's what parents actually yeah, do now yeah 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 because sometimes finding term dates is a bit of a fiddle anyway that's what they do now and you can just go and you say oh well they've doubled the price so that must be when the summer holiday starts anyway this couple and, and, it, and it pisses me off right i don't i appreciate increasing the prices during holidays i get it but centre parks take it to the next yeah. level yeah they do it's ridiculous and I think that's outrageous yeah i yep. think it's outrageous agreed um and and so this and this was a news a news piece that came out. It said families basically, and you know the new government, and obviously this is going to be two weeks ago, uh, a week ahead. But recently, in the last couple of weeks, the government shared that if you try to go abroad, you could get this summer, you could get fined five grand. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, right. So families have discovered that that £5,000 fine for going holiday abroad is still cheaper than going to centre parks in <laughs> August. <laughs> right? right? So, so they're like, well, that's fine. I'll just go abroad. I don't mind paying the fine because I can't go to centre parks. So it, but that, that, I mean, that is staggering. It says this. Um, with the government legislation due to come in force next week, which is now, uh, which would include a £5,000 fine for anyone in England trying to travel abroad for holiday, holidaymakers have been left weighing up the cost of incurring the fine compared to a week at Centre Park's resorts during the school holidays. I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? It's just amazing. On that as well, so um, there are, isn't there some sort of loophole well it's not a loophole you can go abroad if you've got a a holiday home can't you 
but you can go and maintain it ready for it to be let out is what they're saying so obviously like i think uh, boris's dad stanley stanley johnson oh, right, is one of these yeah. so he was pictured wasn't he at his holiday home or something like that and he was yeah. there just making sure it's ready for rental it's like hang on a second on a sun lounger yeah <laughs> just i'm like... just making sure the sun lounger doesn't break <laughs> <laughs> so, they're, they're, so people who've got holiday homes, A, well, they can afford a holiday home, and B, they're going to go, yeah, we're just going to pop out for, for two weeks. It's going to take two weeks to get the pool ready, um, to yeah. get everything else ready, and I'll be back if that's okay. It's, no, you just, you go in and have a quick holiday, and you, who knows whether or not you're going to let it out. It's like, shut up. Yeah, exactly. Like, again, it's just kind of playing into the hands of the, the rich and the wealthy, isn't it, really? Oh, just just stay here for a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. We so we we were going to go away this year, and we just Charlie, me and my wife Charlie have just gone. Nah, we'll go away next year if we can. Because this, uh, look, I'm no expert, but this is sticking around for a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's going to be. I can't see it changing that much. I don't think it'll be as severe, but I really think that we're going to have to live with this for a bit now. We, of course, we are, and like you know, I think some people. And I've so the context here, and I guess you're the same. Is that growing up, we never went abroad. No, we just never, never went abroad. No, we just always just holidayed in in Tembury World. I didn't go away <laughs> till I, I didn't go. I didn't get on a plane and 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 a and the wheels leaving the tarmac until I was sixteen, seventeen, and that yeah, was with the same. girlfriend at the time. Oh, so it was the same here. She paid and for I it. Said, <laughs> she did <laughs> and I said I said to my mum I really want to go on an aeroplane and so and so like, like as in abroad <laughs> do, you, do you know where they took us Isle of Jersey Wight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like thanks mum like I guess we have gone on a plane but, but it's kind of still England like yeah, no I kind I kind of wanted to go somewhere which has got an only fools and horses bar <laughs> <laughs> It was. I was. But anyway, that was that was like my experience of going abroad yeah. to Jersey. I mean, Wayne right. Lineker doesn't even own a bar in Jersey. That's not technically going abroad. Yeah, doesn't count. <laughs> um, so, so that was that's the context of this next comment. But it feels like a lot of people are. It feels like their whole year is ruined because they can't go to the Mallorca. And I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking. Look, can't, like, have a. There's a little bit of perspective here, but I guess, I guess I'm coming at it from a different point of view. Like, and I do like a hot holiday. I do, you know, we've been went to Ibiza a couple of years ago. And it was really nice, but also I think <clears throat> hold this in context. A global pandemic. They're not saying don't enjoy yourselves or don't go anywhere. Just enjoy yourself in England. And there's loads of wonderful places you can go to. I look off the top of my head straight away. If right, you, okay, you want to fly to New Zealand? Go to Wales. There's some amazing places in Wales, which is very much sheep. very much like New Zealand. Some of the beaches <laughs> in Wales are incredible. Look, if you want you want sort of Mediterranean feel, go to Cornwall. Go to Kynance Cove. There's an amazing... But I'm not kidding. I'm not I'm kidding. <laughs> this is fantastic. Keep going. Go to Lizard Point, all right? You, you want, if you want a city break... Go to Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go to Edinburgh, right? If you if you want a city break, not f- as far away from the sea as possible, go to Birmingham. If you want um you want snow and you, you want incredible Swiss scenery, go to Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on our doorstep. It's all on doorstep in yeah. England, in Great Britain. <laughs> you want to go on a boat? Go to the Isle of Wight. Right, <laughs> sit on. Look, you're a massive fan of the Isle of Wight. There's some incredible beaches yeah. over there. You know, yeah. I mean, that, to be fair, there is, and there's a lot to do as well. Like, yeah, 
You can walk alpacas. So, I saw someone surfing in Hastings the other day. Like, did you? you? The, yeah, How exactly. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really cool. A really big wave, actually. But um, but the point is, yeah, you don't have to go to these places to no. enjoy. It's it, like you say. I love, <laughs> I love that. If you want New Zealand, just go to, go Wales. to Wales. Loads of sheep, loads of landscape. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, right, you, you go on a plane, you fly for a couple of hours, and then when you get when you when you land, all you want to do is go to a bar and get a beer. You can go to a bar and get a beer here in the UK. <laughs> that's all you do you and, you and you go over there right and you turn the TV on and it's another episode of Friends Are Only Fools and Horses you can do that here <laughs> you know it's ridiculous okay you because you, you, you're abroad and it's nice and warm you, you won't go for pie and chips you're going to go for a chicken salad you can get that here you can you can get mussels you can get everything uh, you're not wrong you're not wrong you probably can get a banana boat here somewhere this should this should be the next government campaign for like st- stay safe don't travel if you want Mediterranean go to get Cornwall. a Cornwall <laughs> you want New Zealand go to Wales you want Canada go to Scotland telling you honestly and it's cheaper well actually unless you go to centre parks yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, if you if you want the tropics, go to Centre Parks. <laughs> <laughs> the humidity in their tropical cyclone areas, like the, the swimming pools, it's like you're in the tropics. You want Dubai, right? Go to Milton Keynes because that's a man-made. <laughs> you want to go to the Sahara? Go to Dungeness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly you want <laughs> you want you want Mexico you want to go to Cancun spring break go to New Key <laughs> you want Egypt go to Stonehenge <laughs> It's easy. I should be on the head of the travel board here for the UK. I mean, there's your slogans. I can see it now all over billboards and buses. It's all you got to do. I mean, oh mate, you want you want to go? You want the Golden Gate Bridge? Go to Hull. The Humber Bridge is just it's it's just as impressive. See, there's a few suggestions for you if you want to stay in the UK, not go abroad. There it is. Ooh. What should we do next? <laughs> I'm going to have to stop. <laughs> oh, good God. See, you know what you need now, don't you? You need a, a nice, relaxing spa break, maybe in Thailand, okay? Oh. Dude. <laughs> you can- you can get that at the Malmaison in Manchester. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> right. Are we, are we almost... What, what, where are we? Where, how far are we in? Oh, 22 we, minutes. Yeah, we, we were going to talk about our mums working full time. <laughs> Let's do that next. <laughs> oh, mate. That had me right in the tummy. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, a, a, a mum's infiltrating the podcast today. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting because basically this there's a study that's come out um, of America. Caveat, but it's come out of America. Uh, well, we found out this week we do have some listeners in America, though, don't we? We do. We do. Uh, uh, well, I mean, we have a lot of listeners in Hungary, apparently, as well. Honestly, we do. <laughs> and you don't have to go to Hungary to listen to this podcast. You can stay here in the UK. <laughs> um, let's not go back down that road. Okay. Because I, won't, I, won't, I don't think I'll come back. Right, there's a new study that's come out from America. And the, the, the headline is that being a mum is the equivalent to working two and a half full-time jobs. Yeah. Right? Which, <coughs> which is basically, which I, I don't know, probably true, but it has caused upset for some dads. Well, yeah, well, of course there are dads that do, the, you know, housework and stuff. I mean, this, this, it goes without saying. Yeah, exactly. Have a go at the people that did the study and focused it on mums. Well, yeah, I mean, this is the thing. It, it probably should have classed it as being a parent. Exactly. But because but there's there's instances which I'm just trying to find the actual caption so I don't have to paraphrase it. Uh, anyway, I can't find it, so I'll just paraphrase it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't be bothered. Um, so it's basically one dad came in and said, that's fine, except when he, sometimes he has come home from work and a lot of stuff won't have been done, which isn't a problem. He doesn't mind that it's not been done. But when he's got the kids all day and his wife has is gone out for the day to work or wherever she's gone, she comes back and he has then managed to look after the kids and get a lot of the stuff done around the house. Right. So his question is, is this true? As in, or is it mum's inflating it? I'm saying this very carefully. Um, I think you've just got to look around the house. You know, and that's one thing that I I don't do as well as, as Charlie. And she'll go, look, that needs doing, that's, that, that needs doing. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I don't just do, I do a radio show, that's my main job. But I do other stuff. We you know, we do stuff together. I do other bits and bobs. And I suppose it's it's a shame on me that i'm not thinking like that because i'll just go to you know my office and start audio editing video editing and whatever and not think that actually noah's bed needs changing or this needs changing mm. and i'd like to think now i'm, I'm that, that's one thing I've, I've got to get better at i have and little things like you know we all have our own sort of dedicated jobs around the house and i think this is what it this is all about compromise and this is working as a team so you know i do the hoovering and a, I like doing the hoovering. B, I get to buy the hoover and choose the hoover I want. As we know, I'm a big fan of tech. Shh, don't tell you, mum. And also, but the, but Charlie struggles with the hoover. You know, she doesn't really... It, it When you when talk about doing stairs and stuff, it really hurts her back. So then I'll do all that. You know, the bins, we all know that usually I'll do the bins. Do you do the bins? Yes. We've said many a time that, you know, if there's one job that we could palm off, it would probably be the bins. Um, uh, the DIY, the general upkeep of the things that break and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, what do I? What do I not do? Mm. I really, I don't do the washing. Not that I, I, I actually like doing the washing, but I'm not allowed to put stuff away because I get it wrong. But this is all part of teamwork, and there's no individual that takes more responsibility than the other. Yeah, this is all. You know, that's what it's about. This, 
this is the thing, right? Let me let me frame it here for you. Um, the US survey of 2000 mothers of children aged 5 to 12 reveals that the average mother will clock in at 6.23am and continue to conduct motherly duties until 8.31 on a normal day. This amount of time breaks down to working a 14-hour shift seven days a week, extending far beyond the days of a normal job. <clears throat> That's where they got the two and a half full-time jobs from. Right. Um, the research into the numerous pressures faced by mothers was commissioned by rah, 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 and also found that the average m- mother manages to save just an hour and seven minutes for herself every day. The study also revealed that 40% of mothers feel their life is dominated by a never-ending to-do list. Um, now, the and you just said exactly, exactly my, my thinking here, teamwork. Like, mm. maybe if this is 2,000 single mothers... Maybe I can see that, but the but the the I guess my point is if you've divided your household jobs, your parenting duties, your work, if you've divided that up between the team, i.e., mum, dad, or, or the two parents, if you have divided it up properly, then there's no way that it can be two and a half no. or both of you are doing two and a half. Like, no, I don't think, I don't think that can be quite right. So I think there's some information that we're missing really. There's no doubt that, that being a parent to younger children. So my, my kids for reference are three and six. So for instance, last weekend, Charlie was working. So she's currently doing a, um, uh, I suppose it's a, a diploma. She's she's studying to be a psychotherapist. So this is going to be like seven years of training. So last Saturday and Sunday, from 9 until 6 p.m., I think it was, 9 a.m. till 6 p.m., she was doing a course. So I had the kids for that weekend. And it it's when you realise that, A, they, they just constantly want to eat. And we know that, the whole joke about snack, snack, oh, yeah. snack, snack. But I'm not kidding. You finish one meal, by the time you've cleared up from that meal, you're thinking about the next meal. Mm. And then they want to play, they want to interact, you know, and uh, yeah, they'll play with themselves for a little bit, but then you're expected to play. And whilst putting all the household chores on top of that, maybe putting some washing on, whatever it is you're doing. I mean, it is a full-time job. It is. yeah. Yeah, well, yes, I mean, of course it's a full-time job, but the the thing is, is that, I mean, let's just take a bank holiday, okay? I'm not working, Jen's not working. Are we both doing a full-time job looking after the kids, or is it now a, a part-time job? And do you see what I mean? It's like, yeah, but, how, but the, you, I think the problem is quite trying to quantify it. That's the problem here. Okay. Um, it, it's uh, not a job, it's a way of life. No, it's like it, ingrained in everything that we do. No, but is this unfair to say? If you, if you weren't going to take the work on, why the... Why the you know did you have kids? You know, I I often say this about living up. I was one of five, so growing up, our house was chaos. The the house was a mess. My mum was my mum was pretty lazy. Well, she she was very lazy. You know what I mean? She she was good at knocking them out, but she wasn't very good at doing the stuff after. You know, and that's and that was. But I'm thinking like, well, why did you have so many? You know, we were we were really poor. We struggled. Why the hell didn't you just have one or two and leave it at that? So there wasn't a struggle constantly. And this is the other thing when you, I mean, when you have kids, you know, you've, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot to do when you buy a car, you've got to service it. It's going to cost money, you know, but you chose to buy that car. And I think yeah. that's, that's the point, isn't it? As long as you, but as long as you have this understanding of teamwork with your partner and you both take the load and share the load, then you should be all right. 
Yeah. I mean, also, like, what about the, the, the other side of this where you've got dad working a full-time job, as in a seven- or eight-hour day, and then coming home and picking up on a lot of the household jobs as well? Like, is he doing a two-and-a-half yeah, but that, but that's another thing. Jobs. You know, when you if if you've worked, let's say you've you know, I haven't got a manual job at all. My my job is, you know, I stand and play songs. But if you've got if you're a builder or if you've I don't know you you've cleaned the streets of what of Edinburgh or whatever it is, and you get back and all you want to do is sit down on the sofa because you're exhausted. Well, if your wife's been looking after, or you know, your husband's been working looking after the house all day and the kids. Well, they want to break as well. And we, we've all been in this situation, haven't we? Where we've got home and gone, oh, I just want to sit down now, grab a beer and watch TV. Well, actually, the person that's been looking after the house and the kids wants to do exactly the same because they've also done what they believe yeah. is a full-time job. Yeah, that period of time where you come in from work is can go either way. Yeah. Like, I, I, always, I, I will always try, when I come in, to just pick up like slot straight in. Yeah. Like I'll try and gauge where everyone's at, what kind of day they're having, what kind of mood everyone's in. I'll try and gauge it. 90% I'm wrong, but I try. And, and then I'll just try and like, well, okay, I'll be, uh, is dinner about to get ready? Yes. Right. I'll lay the table. Right. And, and almost hit the ground running when I come back in from work and then half an hour in, we can then say, Oh, do you, do you want to have a cup of tea or do mm. you want to grab a beer? Like, and, and then, uh, you know, so it's not, Honey, I'm home. And I'm going to sit on my ass. Where are my and slippers? And where's my <laughs> yeah, exactly. cool, my cool chilled beer? Yeah. yeah well, exactly. well, actually, well, when I get back, it's eight. It's like kind of eight o'clock. So dinner's been done. And it's the other thing. We all know that you all live different lifestyles, and you all do different types of jobs. And some people do shifts and things like that. For instance, one of my one of my mates on the on the road that I live on on our street, he he work, He's the guy that works for. Royal Mail and he does night shifts so he goes to work at 8pm he gets back at 6am he then takes uh, his kid to school on the school run that I go on and then goes back home and usually gets back into bed for about 9, 10 o'clock then that's his day you know what I mean so think about that he's still got to try and get a bit of housework in or whatever he's got to do but try and get sleep for when he goes to work at 8pm it's crazy. What we do is <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah. We should pat ourselves yeah. on the back more than anything. Yeah. I mean, maybe we need to do a survey the other way around here. As, not the other way around, but to balance it. Maybe being a parent is two and a half full-time jobs. Do a dad's net one. It would be fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we should do that. Do it. Anyway, let us know your thoughts on whether you think that being a mum is, is worth two and a half full-time jobs. Or dad being um, a dad. Yeah, or being a dad, being a parent. Let us know. Being a parent. Um, it's, it's interesting. I think it's interesting. And these surveys, I guess they're designed to be headlines, aren't they? They're of course they are. To get They've done exactly stuff, what so. they needed to do. Yeah, we've talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, they've yeah. got some airtime on the Don't Take Mum podcast. There it is. How about there that? It is. Right. Um, before we go uh, about talking about tech, look, I haven't got any for today, and let me tell you why. Because um, I am waiting. So next week, I'm, I'm expecting delivery today. There's been a lot of, a lot. I've had a few like DMs on Instagram about, headphones and more to the point in-ear noise cancelling headphones so like i can see now hours on facetime with me hours got bose noise cancelling over-ear headphones okay we've and those a lot of us seem to have invested in those but which one have you got don't please don't tell me they're the apple airpod pro ones yes they are they're terrible 
<laughs> but they're white. Yeah, but um, so, so Charlie got me those for my birthday, and I took them back. Oh, how did that go down? Oh, fine. Yeah, I took it back, and I exchanged it. I part exchanged it for a new Apple Watch. <laughs> it was it was brilliant. <laughs> but because I just was Charlie, yeah, oh, she was fine. Yeah, but I don't, you know. And well, this is good, so because we can compare to you know what are really good. I've got some forty-two quid, I think, cheap Teotronic ones, which are brilliant. So I can put those in the mix when we do the um, when we do the actual tech review next week. But what I'm waiting for, waiting delivery on, is Amazon's version, the earbuds. So these are uh, that's, that's what they've called them noise cancelling. They've been out for a while, but uh, I've had a few DMs saying, "What are they like?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I haven't got oh, a pair." Oh yeah, the little round ones. <clears throat> and at the moment, they're is it this the Echo Buds. Yeah, the time of recording right now. So we are on the 24th yeah, of March. Course. They're half price. So, and they're always doing deals. So check these out. But, um, I'm going to, yeah, I think they're coming today. So I'm, and I'm buying them just so you know, and we'll review them next week, but they've got Alexa built in. So you can do, you know, you could say, I don't know. Um, my Alexa is about to go off. You could say, um, Alexa set a 60 second timer for workout and it will set a timer and stuff like that. So yeah, but you can do that with Siri on these. Phones. Yeah, you can. Of course you can. Yeah. Yeah, you can. But I'm, do, do, they, do, you have, do they have to be connected to your phone? Yes. They will do. they work? Yeah. So the Alexa's not just live. In the, well, no, because it still needs 4g, 5g or Wi-Fi, doesn't it to do it. Yeah. So you've still got to have that, but, but I'm a massive, you know me, I'm a massive fan of Amazon products and I think they're all brilliant. I think they, the echo yeah. shows are fantastic. The echo speakers are brilliant. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's see what they're like today. They're today. Just whilst we're talking about Amazon quickly, and to finish, because we're, we're coming into land, but I was driving Ted to school and we have about, a, well, it's it's about a five minute drive, but if there's traffic, it can take anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. And um, and today there was a bit of traffic. So Ted started talking and he was asking who the richest man in the world was. So I was like, oh, I don't really know, but maybe Jeff Bezos. And he's like, who's that? And I was like, oh, it's the guy who kind of runs Amazon. And he knows Amazon because obviously yeah. Jen orders a hundred parcels a week. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so he was like, oh, okay, well, how much money does he have? And I was like, well, I don't know, like billions like he's like a hundred billion pounds and he's like well how much is that and then i saw this amazing video where they use rice to give an example of the difference of between a million which is obviously a lot of money yeah. and a billion right and the difference is like i think i think if, if i hear that if i get this correctly but you can hold a million grains of rice in like a hand like a like a cut a mounded hand that's like a million and then in comparison, a billion is a tabletop of rice. Jeez. So it's the difference between a million and a billion is colossal. Yeah. And then I was, so I was trying to explain this to Ted and all the way he's like, right, okay, so how much money does he earn a day? And I was like, I don't know, Ted, a million pounds? And then this is how far I took it. He's like, okay, so what's 365 times a million? Well, it's 365 million, isn't it? Okay. And then how old is he? 50. Okay, so times that by 15. And I was like, okay, maybe we're at 15 billion now. And he's like, but you said 100 billion. I was like, I don't know, Ted. This whole conversation was going on about Jeff Bezos' wallet. And he's got 59.99 of my money today. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, there you go. Every little helps, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, um, that's Tesco. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. 
Who's that guy? Not Jeff Bezos. I don't know. Anyway, um, and until next week. Oh, don't forget anything you need. Um, if you wanna, if you wanna chat about something, maybe you're feeling a bit crap about something. Uh, the dadsnet.com, the online forum for dads. Any anything you're going through, other dads have gone through it. So go and check it out there. Dadsnet.com. Make sure you rate and uh, review and listen to our podcast um, on Global Player or wherever you get it. Get it wherever you get wherever it. Wherever you get it. Wherever you get it from, just make sure you review it. You get, get it. Oh, sorry, until next time. Goodbye. <laughs>